Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy you are here today to talk about the limiting beliefs, bad habits, negative mindsets that we had to break out of in order to break into the businesses, tech companies, success, fulfillment that we want in this life, whatever that may look like for you. Thank you so much for being here. So I am very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite people on the planet, but also the projects manager at Spa Strong. This is Savannah Sanborn. She is here to talk about boundaries, which is like something that I feel very strongly about. She feels very strongly about. And so I'm very excited to dive into this. She shared some of this with us the other night at dinner. And I was like, you got to come on the podcast and talk about this. <laughs> so Savvy, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. I'm super excited to get chatting about this. Awesome. All right. So just tell us a little bit um, about a little bit about you and why, why you're somebody that should talk about this and some of your experience. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I really did have to learn how to set boundaries the hard way. Mm-hmm. Like I... I've been to therapy and I've done the work and everything, but I grew up in a home and in a culture where I was expected to always be somebody who was a people pleaser, somebody Mm -hmm. who was always expected to drive myself into the ground for others. So adapting out of that has been really difficult and finding friends and family members who will respect the boundaries of me trying to grow out of that unhealthy behavior has been hard too. So that's been something that I've been growing out of. And recently I feel like I've done a really good job at being able to pick people and set boundaries in a healthy way. So I'm celebrating that and I'm continuing to grow and I'm excited to talk about how these boundaries are important in a business setting because they are. And I've experienced bad experiences with bosses and coworkers. And it's important to set those boundaries as an entrepreneur and as somebody who works as we all do. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that you mentioned that in your experience and as you've been setting boundaries and learning how to set these healthy boundaries that you found some, you know, you maybe some relationships have had to change and realize that some relationships are healthier than others and so on and so forth. Because as, as a business person, whether of course, you know, that you may not be an entrepreneur, you may be somebody who works for somebody else, but there's something that you're wanting to build or create in your life, right? Whether that's in business or special projects or just athletics or achievement, whatever. And so when you have something big that you're wanting to accomplish, in order to get there, you're going to have to leave people behind. You're going to have to leave habits behind. You're going to have to protect what you're building for yourself. And that can be, that can be hard and that can be intimidating. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It's, it's letting go of what's comfortable, which, you know, sometimes our things that feel comfortable are the most unhealthy and it can be scary Mm. to break out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Let's let's dive in. I I think what you what you shared the other night was so interesting. So I want you to just take it away for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think I was talking to my therapist about this and my friend and I have been just doing some more research and diving into this. My whole life I just thought there were, you know, once I started learning about boundaries, there were healthy boundaries and there were unhealthy boundaries. And 
my therapist kind of gave me even a deeper dive into that about how there are three types of boundary setting. You can either be somebody who has porous boundaries, somebody who has healthy boundaries, or somebody who has rigid boundaries. And you want to be in that healthy range. And I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about what porous and rigid boundaries look like. And it's crazy because as soon as I learned about these, I was like, oh, there is a healthy way to do it and you can't be more one side than the other. Mm-hmm. People who have porous boundaries are kind of imagine a circle, you know, just a circle and imagine it not to be a line, but just like dots. They're letting too much in, both negative and positive. There's too mm-hmm. much coming in. They are the kind of people who are people pleasers, who take on way too much, who are constantly invading other people's boundaries because they don't have a sense of their own. Um, Often these people are passive aggressive and indirect about what they want. Mm. These people who have porous boundaries, they just let too much in, they let too much affect them and they often affect others in an inappropriate way. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we have rigid boundary setters who are just extremely closed off and think of the circle as a solid line um, just nothing comes in either negative or positive. You're mm-hmm. not like, we're not letting that positivity in. We're not letting that negativity in. They are often, um, closed off to new experiences. Don't allow themselves to be vulnerable to beautiful moments and new relationships. And they're often like just closed off and even receiving, receiving feedback. They're not Mm. quick to take accountability. They're very closed off and just guarded. Um, And then somebody with healthy boundaries, imagine that same circle we've been talking about, but just some, like some breaks in the circle where they have enough pliability to let in positivity, but they also have enough boundaries to reject that negativity. So people with porous are letting in both positive and negativity, just all the time without any kind of monitoring rigid boundaries are not letting anything in at all they can't really experience life because they just don't let anything in and then people who have healthy boundaries are willing to recognize the positive and let it change them they're willing to be vulnerable they're willing to let people and relationships affect them they are willing but they are also willing to be firm about their boundaries in an assertive but kind way and and they are good at finding that balance. And it's hard. It's something that takes a lot of practice. And I grew, you know, I've seen lots of marriages where the, and it's not always this way, but oftentimes the woman will have very porous boundaries. She's taught to be a people pleaser. She's taught Mm -hmm. to be somebody who bends over backwards. And the man who's taught to never be vulnerable because, you know, society's masculinity and those standards there. Um, Mm -hmm. And that can be really difficult for children who witness a mom (laughs) <laughs> and this is getting a little bit of a deep dive, but it, yeah. it's just, you want to make sure that you have, you can, once you realize that there are porous boundaries and you have rigid boundaries, you can recognize why those people are affected by life in the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And we want to get to those healthy boundaries and we want to make sure that we're letting in the positive, but keeping out the negative that doesn't, that doesn't serve us in our life. Yeah. Okay, this is, while you were talking about it and explaining it more, I was just thinking about, um, I I like, you know, to be able to say this is what this is and this, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm a very literal thinker, y'all. So as you're talking about it, I'm like, okay, what came to mind with the poorest example is codependency. Yeah. Somebody who is 
they're, they don't know how to be okay with just themselves. They can't, they don't know how to self-validate. They're constantly worrying about, all right, I, I'm depending on all these other people for my validation. I've got to light myself on fire to keep somebody else warm. Now I'm mad and hurt that they didn't do the same for me. Oh, 100%. You know, all of that. Yeah. And, and, and another thing with that is that oftentimes people with porous boundaries look at either their children or their close friends as extensions of themselves, which is mm. really unhealthy. And right. that's why especially mothers will be very critical of their children about what they do with their life because they literally view this person as them yeah. because they don't have that boundary there to recognize this person and what they do has nothing to do with me because it has everything to do with them. Yeah. And I think that this is something that you see like when we talk to uh, business owners or managers who have trained somebody from the beginning of their careers and they followed up the ranks and then they have decided to do something else or make a professional decision that their mentor, so to speak, didn't recommend. And then the mentor is so upset about it. Yeah. They're angry. They're like, I've poured so much effort into you and given and given and given. And now this is how you repay me. And it's like, but it's not about you. But there's that codependency, those porous yeah. boundaries, because they're they're putting too much pressure, making that, that mentee, that extension of themselves, exactly. like you just described. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Huge problem. Okay. So then going to the rigid ego, a hundred percent ego, 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 ego teach you, teaches you or stops you from being teachable. Right. It stops you from having accountability. It stops mm -hmm. you from being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It stops you from experiencing new things. It stops you from accepting feedback. It stops you from giving feedback in a actually constructive, way. Yes, yes, in a helpful way. Um, it causes you to just be more critical, to be more closed off. Like you said, yeah, all ego inside of the rigid boundary. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And then what came to mind, which I think there are so many things that go into being healthy, like healthy mentality, healthy relationships, so on and so forth. But it, as far as having healthy boundaries, what came to my mind was self-awareness. People with healthy boundaries are very self-aware. They recognize, and in the example that you were saying with the circle, how there are the breaks in it, I kind of envisioned somebody with healthy boundaries being able to recognize like, oh, we're going to close this off a little bit right now. Yeah. And oh, actually, this is okay. We can open up a it's little bit more adaptable. here. Yeah, yeah. Based off of the situation and they recognize that it, it's not going to be, you know, with rigid where it's just constantly everybody's out, nobody's allowed to be in with healthy. It's like, okay, let me get a feel for the situation, but I have the self-awareness to be able to say, nope, I need to close this boundary they a little understand bit. understand the appropriateness of being vulnerable in appropriate situations. Like the, something that I've learned with these three is that people who have porous boundaries will often overshare inappropriately. People who have rigid boundaries will not share at mm -hmm. all. And people who have healthy boundaries know when to share pertinent information. So it's that same thing. They can gauge a situation and learn when it's appropriate to be vulnerable. It's um, appropriate to be assertive when it's appropriate to be emotional. They, they understand and they can gauge situations for their own mental health and learn how to react. Yeah. And I think about how, you know, for me as a, as a business owner, as a manager with people on my team, I, it is my responsibility to have healthy boundaries when it comes to interacting with my team, because I don't want to be the kind of boss that if my team comes to me with feedback, because I've done something that 
you know, was a mistake or I should have handled differently. I don't want to be so rigid and closed off that I either turn it back around and be like, well, actually it's your fault because of this. Or I turn it into this like, well, but things are just really hard for me right now. And I, you know, da, 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 like Correct. making excuses, right. Or somebody with really porous boundaries where the employee gives me feedback and then I like over apologize and over make it like, oh, this person hates me now. And now I'm I have to. I'm so earn- sorry. I have yeah. to ridiculously overcompensate for this little mistake. Yeah. It's, no. it really is just like that. And those are exactly what and healthy in a healthy way the response for that would be like, thank you so much for your feedback. I'd love to work with you to find a solution because you're taking accountability, which is rejecting that rigid boundary and you're, but you're, you know, you're avoiding the porous boundary by not over apologizing or sitting in that Mm -hmm. moment and wanting to like, just, you know, seep in that pain or whatever. Yeah. And I think that as, as an employer or a manager, just because your team, like somebody on your team brings something to you that they don't like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that you either have the power to change or that it's in the best interest of the company to change. Right. So if you are a boss with more porous boundaries, you may be bending over backwards, trying to satisfy every single employee, but then going against different policies and procedures or the culture or the brand of your company. And you need to, you need to have the boundaries and the awareness to be able to say, I understand, but this actually isn't something that we're going to be able to change. Absolutely. Not take things on unnecessarily. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of, uh, and if you're wondering, oh, am I somebody who has more porous boundaries or rigid boundaries in business? This is kind of what you kind of just explained what porous boundaries look like. It looks like taking on way too much, taking on responsibilities of departments that aren't in your lane or like failing to delegate sometimes. Um, Letting clients, especially if you're in the service industry, uh, service industry, take advantage of your policies or of your time, mm-hmm. and letting clients be pushy, not putting policies in place to protect you, um, being passive aggressive when trying to resolve conflict is another big thing. Instead of just directly addressing issues, and can be overly personal in a work setting. So if any of those sound familiar, then you might be somebody who struggles with more porous boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What about rigid boundaries? Um, people who have rigid boundaries in a bid business setting, what that would maybe look like is being condescending to others, lacking empathy for your client or for your coworkers or for your employees situations, um, unwilling to hear new ideas and to be corrected, um, overly confrontational, unwilling to compromise and um, externalizes blame and failing to take accountability. Um, I definitely have had a few bosses that remind me of this one and it's it's difficult to work under either. Having a healthy, and you know, there's gonna be a lot of entrepreneurs listening to this podcast, but having healthy boundaries is really you setting up your employees and your clients for success. Mm. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think that it's so important. You can't make true progress without healthy boundaries. You, you can't care personally about your team while understanding that your mission is business, not personal. You know, there's a balance between the two. You can't have that appropriate balance without healthy boundaries. Like there's so many, you can't have full accountability. You Mm -hmm. can't be teachable and accept feedback. You can't give feedback in a constructive way. Like we discussed, there's so many reasons to 
improve and create healthy boundaries. So do you have any suggestions for people who are realizing, hey, I need to improve my boundaries? Like, do you have ideas for things they could do? I mean, you mentioned therapy, which I think is could be really beneficial for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that people who have porous boundaries, like, I don't like the biggest thing that comes to my brain is you just need to learn to be more direct and more purposeful with the things that you say. That's something that I had to learn um, instead of, you know, if I get comments or feedback from my boss instead of, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. What did I do wrong? How can I make it? I just say, thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Something like, I don't know, like less is more is the like thing that latched into my brain and helped me have stronger boundaries because I've, I was someone who did struggle with more porous boundaries. Um, I do still sometimes it's hard not to be a people pleaser, but just being direct and being frank. And if you feel something, don't be passive aggressive, take a moment and breathe in that space and say exactly what you feel in a healthy way. You know, don't walk by your boss and say, wow, I wish I had a few more days to work on this. You Mm. go to your boss and you say, Hey, this is where I'm at with this project. This is what I'm feeling. Here's the motion, the, the concerns I have. Um, can we discuss about extending a deadline? Just be direct and say what you actually mean would be a way that I feel like, and, and here really just check in with your emotions too, because Mm -hmm. A, a client cancels on you last minute and they've canceled you on, on you a hundred times before. And they said, sorry, something came up. Somebody with porous boundaries would just be like, no worries. But you don't feel no worries inside of you. Like there are mm-hmm. worries going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. So check in with those worries and be like, what will actually help this situation? Let's check yeah. in with this emotion that I'm feeling, whether it's anxiety or frustration or anger and validate that, hear that emotion and say, you know what? Send that client message to be like, thank you for letting me know. However, this is the policy. Mm-hmm. So it's just being aware of your emotions and being able to effectively communicate them, I think is extremely appropriate. Um, and then over on the rigid side, I think I, I've experienced several people in my life who have extremely rigid boundaries and just like do something that scares you once a day. <laughs> like that would yeah. be my advice is that being willing to do something emotionally vulnerable in a healthy way is going to be really important. The next time um, an employer or a coworker comes into you with a new idea, if you feel your body or your defense mechanisms rising and being like, I don't want to hear this. I don't like criticism. Maybe just soften and <laughs> relax your body and being willing to hear people being willing to maybe see things from their perspective Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I love that. I think, I think you really hit the nail on the head with all of this. And I actually just released an episode about communicating with your team. So I'll link that up above. It's five tips for more effective communication with your team. And I think it's really in line with some of these things that you were just talking about, because the way you communicate is a reflection of the type of boundaries you have. Communication is so important in teamwork and in the projects that you all are working on. So Savannah, thank you so much for sharing all of this with you today. Do you have any final thoughts or anything else that you want to share? Um, no, I hope everyone listening, keep working on your healthy boundaries. It's a long road. It's something that you're not going to figure out instantly. And the only way to create healthy boundaries is to practice. So absolutely. <laughs> thank you all for being here today. And we will see you in the next episode.